0: Hey everyone and welcome to another Wednesday One Shot, where we share a bonus story with you to help you get through that midweek slump while you wait patiently for the next full episode of Let's Not Meet. This week we have a story from a listener named Candy for Cuties. Back in the summer of 2006, I was in my hometown for summer break. My friends and I all met up. And after a big night out, I was suffering hard from a hangover the following morning. My family had a beautiful rescue, Springer Spaniel, that we liked to take out for walks in a forest that was about a 20-minute drive from our house. I was considering staying home, but figured the nature walk would probably be the best hangover cure, so decided to join them. We pulled up on a dirt track where most dog walkers parked their cars. It was a particularly quiet day and we were the first ones there. I managed to walk about 20 feet before realizing this was not the cure I had hoped it to be. I decided it would be best to go back to the car. My brother gave me his phone so that I could play some games and my mom gave me the car keys and told me they shouldn't be too long. Once I was back in the car... I locked the doors and nestled down in the back seat, opting to try and sleep off the nausea. I was in a very light sleep when suddenly I felt very uneasy. I felt like I was being watched. My eyes shot open and there was a man staring at me from the window. After the initial shock, I smiled and put my hand up as if to say, don't worry, I'm alive, as I thought that he might be concerned about me. His expression didn't change. He was still staring, and he began to walk around the car. I felt painfully aware that I was in a glass cube with nowhere to hide. As he circled the car, I shifted around, keeping him in my line of sight. He bent down and, whilst staring at me right in the eye, tried the door handle. The door would not open, and he released it with a hard snap. As I was desperately trying to figure out what was going on with my foggy morning hangover thoughts, I was momentarily relieved that I had locked the doors as soon as I got into the car. The man then continued his second loop around the car, trying each and every door, snapping the handles one by one. My blood ran cold, and the brief reassurance of the door locks crumbled away as I realized how easily he could get in to me if he tried. A wave of panic had me wanting to run. I'm usually the person watching the scary film, questioning why the lead character is making all of these stupid decisions that almost get them killed. But now I totally get it. It's hard to think clearly as fight or flight sets in. Then he turned and went to the back of our car where he had parked his large white van. He had opened the doors and started rooting around for something. I started to try and think of what I should do. I considered calling the police, but what would I say? I felt like they wouldn't take me seriously. I didn't want to honk the horn as I was worried about what I would be bringing somebody else into, especially my mom or brother. I couldn't contact my family as I had taken my brother's phone to play games and my mom rarely remembered having her phone on her. I decided to call my friend. I don't know why but I felt that at least telling somebody was better than nothing. I told my friend the situation and gave as many details as I could. I couldn't see the license plate number on the van as he had parked too close. I told my friend what the man looked like and where I was and I gave her a rough description of the van. The man slammed the rear door of his van when another car pulled in. It was another dog walker. The man got into his van and drove off. My friend calmed me down as I cried and I saw my mom and brother heading back so I hung up the phone. They got to the car and I just sat there silent not knowing where to start with what had just happened. Whilst they were setting our dog up in the car, I watched traffic pass on the road. That same white van drove past, scouting the park area to see if I was alone once more. When he was out of sight and my family was back in the car, I opened up about what happened. They were shocked. My mom called the police and reported what had happened, hoping that it would at least warn others about this man. Other people reported somebody matching his description. There were multiple reports of him following people through the woods before they managed to get back to their cars and drive off. I don't know what that white van man had planned, but I'm pleased I never found out. Keep safe out there. Thanks everyone for listening, and thank you to Candy for Cuties for sharing that story with us. If you'd like to share your story, make sure you send it to letsnotmeetstories at gmail.com. We'll see you all next week for a brand new episode of Let's Not Meet, a true horror podcast. Everyone, stay safe.